G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. With all the crazy things, the atrocities, the, the calamities going on around the world today, not to mention the trials that each one of us faces in our own lives, you could be tempted into thinking that God, if he exists at all, has seriously lost the plot. Yep, you could seriously be tempted. Bernie Diamond, and welcome to A Different Perspective, as we kick this week off with the next message in the series called When the Lion Roars. And do stay tuned, because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about my free daily devotional, Fresh. It's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus, to become all he made you to be, and to do all he created you to do. Yeah, a few people have commented to me, Bernie, it is a bit of a weird name for a series of messages, When the Lion Roars. Normally you talk about stuff happening in our own lives, down to earth, real life stuff, but now you've kind of zoomed out to look at events sweeping across the globe. Yeah, that's true, that's exactly what I've done. Many people are concerned, even fearful, over global events. Terrorism, which unlike the superpowers slugging it out during the Cold War, can strike very close to home. The rise of a religious extremism, in particular the rise and rise of Islam, which seems to be impacting hitherto so-called Western countries in detrimental ways. The rise of secularism, which is impacting on the religious freedom of Christians. I saw a news article just recently where two Christians in the US were fined $13,000 for refusing to host a same-sex wedding at their reception centre. Things are certainly changing. Things are sweeping across the globe, which are scaring a lot of middle-class people who have lived safely in the comforts that their freedom affords for generations. Okay, there have been wars and depressions and recessions, but there's something different about what's going on in the world today, at least in the Western world. It feels more insidious. It feels more threatening than before. It's closer to home. A tide has turned, and whereas before Christianity represented, if not the default religion, then certainly the default basis for the morals and the rule of law, that is less and less becoming the case. And people are worried. And in the middle of all that, Bernie comes along with this crazy series of messages called When the Lion Roars. Well, I'm hoping that it ain't quite as crazy as it appears, because that title makes reference to a passage of Scripture in the book of Revelation, the one book of the Bible that comprehensively, beyond any shadow of any doubt, tells us exactly how all this stuff is going to end in the end. Have a listen. Revelation chapter 5, verses 1 to 8. Then I saw in the right hand of the one seated on the throne a scroll written on the inside and on the back sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and break its seals? And no one, no one in heaven nor in earth or under the earth, was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep bitterly because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. Then one of the elders said to me, Don't weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders 
a lamb standing as if it had been slaughtered, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of the one who was seated on the throne. When he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of saints. Anyway, on it goes to describe the power and the might of Jesus as he brings history to an end as all of creation bows down to him. Yeah, okay, it's written in rather vivid picture language, something that in our culture we're perhaps not quite used to. But the point is that in the end, Jesus wins. In fact, he already has, and we're simply waiting for the end to come. And the truth be known, Jesus foretold great persecutions before the end, exactly what's happening now. So let me ask you, why are we surprised exactly? I know that may sound a bit off-handed, particularly to those suffering persecution right now, and there are plenty of those people listening in today. But in the end, Jesus wins. He won actually on that cross and through the empty tomb when he rose again 2,000 years ago. One of the great litmus tests for how people see the world these days is social media. And as you can imagine, I connect with more than a few people who would call themselves Christians on Facebook and Twitter, and I receive a lot of emails from people from the four corners of the earth. And one of the very clear trends that I sense in all of that communication is a sense of foreboding, of fear, and in some cases of desperation. And a big factor in that is that people feel that they've lost control of global events. People feel that there's nothing they can do. And when I say to them, well, you can pray, to many that feels like a cop-out. And my response to that is, really? Prayer a cop-out? Yeah, sure, they say. It seems like a feeble response to the terrible things going on in this world. And so my answer to that is quite simply this. If in the face of some terrible calamity, some terrible out-of-control force sweeping your life or indeed the globe, if in that place you are completely and utterly powerless to do anything, anything except pray, then in your prayer, through your prayer, you've already done the single most powerful thing that you will ever be able to do on this earth. Listen to Jesus. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. John chapter 15, verse 7. Here's the thing. When you and I pray, it's not about the eloquence of our prayer. It's not about the size of our faith. It's not even about how big the problem is that we're praying into. No, it's it's not about any of those things. When you and I pray, it's about the power, the might, the love, the compassion of the God to whom we pray. It's about the right standing that Jesus has purchased for us on that cross, which is why we ask in his name. It's about God joining hands with us through our prayer to see his will being done on this earth as it is in heaven. I wonder how different this earth would be if you and I got really serious about that sort of prayer. I I just wonder. But, 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 I hear some people say, but, but, but. Look at the persecution of Christians going on in this world today. I've prayed, and, and look, it's not working. Almost in the very next breath, after Jesus said that thing about praying, this is what he said to his disciples. If the world hates you, be aware that it hated me before it hated you. If you belong to this world, the world would love you as its own. But because you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, servants are not greater than their master. If they persecuted me, 
They'll certainly persecute you. If they kept my word, they'll keep yours also. But they will do all these things to you on account of my name, because they do not know him who sent me. John chapter 15, verses 18 to 21. Persecution is precisely what Jesus predicted would happen. Whether it's the atrocities happening to Christians in in some parts of the world, or whether it's the creeping secularism, political correctness and threat of religious extremism that's disturbing those living comfortably in democratic Western nations. It's exactly what Jesus said would happen. It's exactly what the Bible says would happen to usher in the end. Why are we so surprised? My friend, your prayer has so much power because the God to whom you pray is a God of enormous power and he's a God who answers our prayers. And remember this, in the end, Jesus wins. In the meantime, he's calling for his people to pray. And when you do, when, when you ask the Father for his will to be done in Jesus' name, you are doing the single most powerful thing that you can possibly ever do to change the course of history. So will you, will you pray in Jesus' name? is alive and active, amen, with the power to transform your life, to help you be all that God made you to be. And that's what the Fresh Daily Devotional is all about. It's completely free and I'd love to send it to you. Each day you'll receive a life-changing scripture together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement from me delivered right to your inbox where you can choose to read, listen or watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. Remember, God's word is the power to change and it's fresh for you each day. You can subscribe to receive your free daily devotional at freshdevotional.org or give us a call toll-free on 1-300-722-415 to request the printed devotional if that works better for you. Again, that's freshdevotional.org or 1-300-722-415. My prayer is that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through the power of His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again, same time tomorrow, with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.